episode 126 of the Lord of Kirk. Oh, that sweet, sweet tax. Nindies and rabbits. Ecstasy penis candles. Questions from listeners. Beer. <laughs> Which plant seed should this bullet poop? Ferns. Ferns. The manhood flying out of my mouth. <laughs> Reach in at your own risk. This, this is the loaded couch. All right, and we're back with episode 126 of The Loaded Couch. Thanks, Potty Mouth Pigeon. So what are you drinking? I'm Pigeon Pay like, <laughs> <laughs> I am drinking the Rognes Brewing Company, Belfort. It's a Belgian strong ale from Austin, P. Fluggerville, Texas, brownish red, 8.2% alcohol. Mm. How about you, Calc? What are you drinking? Drinking uh, one of the Sour Monkeys I have in the fridge. So Sour Monkey from Victory Brewing. Out of Downingtown, PA, it's nine point five percent. It's there. It's a really nice sour. Yeah. It's very nice. Do you, you guys remember this from the tour? How do you say this? Sour Brenton Mices Triple. Is it Bre- uh, Brenton Mices? Bre- Bre- yeah, it's like Brenton Mices. Brenton yeah, Mices, something like that. Uh, it's their triple. Yeah, nice. Uh, myself, I'm drinking the Union Jack IPA from Firestone Walker Brewing Company. It's an IPA, of course, from Paso Robles, California. Is there Paso. a Union Jack flag on it? Uh, no, there's not. Uh, is there a lo- co- little little mini there. Cooper? <laughs> no, there's a lion on one side and a bear on the other, looking like they're ready to fight. The bear's got his six pack abs out with his hands in like the old school, like you know, twenties fighter or even like uh, early nineteen fighter. Yeah, position. like the first like champion <laughs> of boxing, John L. Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. a, no relation, I'm assuming. I hope so, and then I can <laughs> fight people. <laughs> fight. Brown bottle, seven percent alcohol. All right, Philadelphia's tax on sugary drinks has made soda more expensive than beer in the city. Uh, the Tax Foundation released a new study on the exercise tax excise tax, tax sorry, last week, finding that the 1.5 cent per ounce tax has fallen short of revenue projections, cost jobs, and has forced some Philadelphians to drive outside the city to buy groceries. Pidge, when you lived in they, Philly, they just wait. They just waste the money on gas then. Yeah, right. Uh, that, just a smart way to think about it. Uh, Paige, when you lived in Philadelphia, did you consider yourself a Philadelphian? Yes. Okay. I guess a Philadelphian. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the study finds that the tax is 24 times higher than the Pennsylvania tax rate on beer. Oh, my God. As it should be. Uh, switching from soda to beer increases total caloric intake, though, even as soda taxes are generally uh, aimed at for caloric reduction. Yeah, so they're pretty much putting a. It's just like it's like they put a higher tax on cigarettes so they can stop people from quitting, but they still pay ten dollars a pack, which is ridiculous. Right, but I think the main thing is aimed at children. Soda's just not that freaking good either. So I I, I don't know what Scotchy must be drinking like uh, what the hell is that? Oh my god, drinking like that like stupid cream soda stuff. Like like a treat? (laughs) No, um. No, I, I just don't oh, drink. Okay. I just don't drink a lot of soda. I drinks Piggly Wiggly or Tab. <laughs> <laughs> tab, M- nice, Mister Pib. Mm. Oh, Pib Extra Pib is the best. <laughs> what is it? Pib Extra. Pib Extra. Yeah. What is that? It's just more caffeine. Though. Remember Tab? Maybe I don't know. 
Tab? Yeah. No, I was every no, time you, you, you hate soda, you have no say in this conversation <laughs> right now. I think I brought it up around Christmas that when I watched Scrooged, mm-hmm. how he had like the whole glass full of uh, vodka and then he just like was shaking the can and just a little tiny drip of tab came out and landed in his glass and he put the cut the can back down again like that was the soda that he added to his drink. <laughs> just for a little color. <laughs> exactly. Very very, very faint. All right, movie talk. Pidge, what'd you watch? I watched two kind of scary movies. It's more of a suspense thriller, I would say. Mm-hmm. It's called Hush, and they look like people. Okay. Wait, so, both of them are suspense thrillers, or one's horror, the yeah, other one's suspense thriller? There's, they're supposed to be horror, but I didn't have really any scares for either. Um, it was more kind of like a, like a suspense thriller type, make you think type of movie. So okay. Hush is essentially a deaf woman who goes to the cabin to write a book. And, um, Wait, she's deaf, that. though? Yeah, she's deaf. So they did a good job of like transitioning to like what she hears and what she's seeing at the time okay. to like essentially a killer tries to come and just like torment her and stuff. So he's there like tapping on the glass, like banging like real hard, and she's just there, you know, like hears the like doesn't hear the sizzling sound of the food and stuff, and and just like you just hear like numbness. Hmm. So it, it, usually. <clears throat> I mean, it depends on how hard he's hitting the glass, I guess. Usually, they, uh, deaf people Vibration. can feel the roof. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they mentioned that because uh, uh, her smoke detector went off because she couldn't, uh, you know, hear the food or, like, see the, not see, but, like, hear the food sizzling at a certain point where it doesn't sound too good. Um, so her smoke detector went off, but it was, like, really loud, and it vibrated, and they mentioned, like, that's the only way that she could wake up in the night. No, okay. And, like she feels the vibration. I mean, it was kind of neat. It's kind right. of a neat, you know, little kind of suspense, little jump scare, kind of here and there, but kind of cool. But they look like people. Um, it's really hard to talk about what it is without spoiling it. It's it's a guy who meets up with an old buddy, and he's like he sees things, and he's convinced that this is real, and He's like preparing for the end of the world. Okay. So, is he like one of those crazy people holding up the sign? Yeah, and not really, but he's he is crazy. They mention it like he is like psychosomatic and stuff. So okay. it's the ending is really, really good. Right. So I would I would recommend it if you got like an hour and twenty minutes. It's just a kill to watch something if you have nothing else to watch. But right. it's it was kinda neat. Right, Calc, what'd you watch? Did another pigeon. Uh, oh, pigeon, man! Uh, another uh, three quarters of the visit. It was the M night. Oh, M night. M night. Shalama ding dong. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, Going to the grandparents' house. Yes. Right? A weird fucking movie. Awesome though. Awesome. Awesome story. Yeah, right? I mean, from what I saw up to, it was a lot of like curveballs. It was just really weird. So yeah, exactly. Um, you, you were like, Oh my, like, where is this going? And it's like, Holy crap. Well, I didn't get to the Holy crap yet. Cause like, it's just still really weird stuff going on. So I'm like, wow. Oh, okay. Spoiler alert with a Holy crap. Yes. Yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah. Samuel Jackson pops in. <laughs> Jesus God. Thank from you. Unbreakable. <laughs> a little Bruce. And he talks for an hour and a half. A Bruce Willis too. Um, Clint Howard comes in. <laughs> oh, no. With his Emmy or his Grammy in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the other movie we watched uh, this morning as a family, we watched uh, Wonder Woman. Uh, oh, how many of it did you, how much of it did you want to watch in slow-mo? <laughs> Why? Why? What does that mean? 
you know, like the old Baywatch intro and stuff. Oh, <laughs> I I can say now. Well, first of all, it was it was an awesome movie. It was really really good. You saw that in theaters, you and Scott, you did, right? No, this is the first time I it saw is, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah, it's really really good. I highly highly recommend. I, I wouldn't even rent it; just buy it because my son's like, "Oh my god, I think Wonder Woman might be my favorite character now." And uh oh, uh, there's. I mean, I didn't. I'm not a big comic person, so there's a lot of stuff I didn't even know about Wonder Woman. Um. So I think they did a good job introducing her, showing the action, and then really wrapping it up towards the end of the movie. Um, some of the stuff I could kind of see coming a mile away, so it was a little, little bit expected. But was there a lot of a her rope? Yeah. special effects because that looked awesome. That, yes, in the trailer. Yes, there's a lot of the lasso. Oh, um, awesome. Did it glow white and yellow? Mm, yeah, it was like, it like uh, looked like a neon rope. It was like yellow. I oh, it's so cool. I can say this too. If you guys. Um, I didn't realize it when I bought it because by default mine goes to HD. Uh, you can get UHD. I looked at yes, it. It was thirty bucks. You can get the. I thought about buying it. You can get the 4K version. I highly recommend it. It's, I mean, the effects and the scenery and stuff are really cool. Um, to wrap it up, now that I've seen it, I think she was like the perfect pick for Wonder Woman. I can like mm-hmm. now that I think about like all these other women in Hollywood and the actresses, I don't think anyone else could have pulled it off. I mean. She had that Israeli accent, so kind of a little bit of a Middle Eastern, Persian, Roman type. Of, or you know, she just fit that that criteria. And that, add another one. Add another yeah, one. Okay. Exactly. Egyptian. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, again, I can't can't say <laughs> Saudi Arabian. Say enough about it. I'd give it nine point two five out of ten. Dead ferns, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what's uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Let's see Wonder Woman. Ninety-two. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He looked it up before. No, he said I, it. Yeah, he I did, did not. No, I didn't. It was close to a perfect ten, but I took a little bit off. Now, did, was there any other um, superheroes in the movie with her? Nope. They did a really good job. They they didn't do any of that cross mash stuff. They they just Chris they Pine. Like, they just. How about at the ending? Was the ending kind of alluding to any other crossovers for the uh, second movie? Okay. Well. Mm. You know how they always do that. Like, it's not really a spoiler because it's like literally the first scene. All right, you see Bruce Wayne's name. You see like yeah. Wayne Enterprise. Spoiler alert. Uh, that's like the yeah, but he, she was in the Batman versus Superman movie. So yeah, like literally the opening yeah. scene is a truck that says Wayne Enterprise, and they like deliver something to her, and then it's her voice like narrating over about her life, and that's how it rolls into the movie. So there's your only cross mash of. You know, is there any ending credits? Any any scenes in the credits? No, not that I saw. I mean, we we kept it on to watch some of the cool like uh, credit effects stuff, and then it rolled into your normal scrolling black screen. So. It's probably on the UHD version, Scott. So we probably can see it. <laughs> I did buy the uh, the bonus. What it was? I bought the movie plus bonus on Xbox, so I got literally like fourteen extra extra things and one of them's like a 40 minute behind the scenes or something so yeah, i thought he was gonna say movie plus boner but that too <laughs> myself i watched uh the young frankenstein oh, such a good movie oh, man gene wilder <laughs> yeah like when the frow every time they say her names what's that r.i.p gene wilder yeah flau i don't know it's flau like Buker. he's kind of a uh, like i watched an interview i think with him on i don't know what the hell it was it was kind of like between prick? the ferns type of thing yeah, it seemed like it 
Like, I don't know if it's just because he was old at this point. He, he's, just, he's old. People, he was like old myself, Hollywood, old though. Crotchety, but. Yeah, he was. I mean, he's probably been through shit and back. He's old Hollywood. Well, I mean, he's dead, right. dead now. But yeah, he just. I don't know the interview that I saw of me. Just didn't seem like he was a, a great person. Like I, I, I've seen interviews of Mel Brooks, and I'd much rather see him do something than Gene Wilder. He died honest, of uh, Alzheimer's, didn't he? Oh, did he? Yeah, I think he had Alzheimer's. Forgot he was look alive. It up for you. Sorry, that was a bad joke. <laughs> I didn't hear you. you got cut off by Kelsey. So stupid. Forgot he was alive. You're an asshole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of old Hollywood and new Hollywood, uh, whitewashing in Hollywood claims another casualty. Hmm. An article from IndieWire describes the steps down of the step down. Sorry, of actor Ed Screen Screen. Yeah, yeah. He played uh, from Dead Francis. <laughs> yeah, he was the. Uh, you got something in your teeth, Francis. <laughs> Uh, whom is scripted to play a Japanese American, Major Ben Damio, Damio in the Hellboy reboot. Yeah, what do you guys think about Hellboy getting reboot? Gene Wilder died of Alzheimer's. There you go. Okay, yeah, that's right. What do I think of Hellboy reboot? I I like the first two. They were kind of cool. I love Hellboy movies. It was kind of more of like a comic book type of movies but i think this one's not going for the comic book feel right they're talking about like r-rated and just like bloody as heck uh they're trying they're going with that whole logan and deadpool yeah i think that's what they're going for Mm. Mm. you guys i think uh what's his name the guy from stranger things is playing hellboy the sheriff really what's the sheriff's name from uh stranger things sure sheriff i don't remember (laughs) you I don't know. Anyway, the latest installment uh, in the franchise entitled Hellboy Rise of the Blood Queen uh, already got off to a rocky start when it was announced originally, or sorry, when it, when it was announced, original director Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro and star Ron Perlman would not be back. Uh, Game of Thrones Helmer, uh, Neil Marshall, and Stranger Things breakout David Harbour uh, are the director-actor duo in charge this time. Uh, the supporting cast includes Ian McShane as the superhero's adoptive father and Mia, Mila Jovovich as the evil villainess. So Ian McShane, is that the guy of the Punisher on Netflix? I thought Ian McShane was uh, Friday? No, Wednesday? God, I can't remember the name of it, right? American Gods? Oh, yes, yes. you're right. Yes, okay. You're right, okay. Sorry. Yeah, and David Harbour's the sheriff, the Stranger Things actor, and... Uh, Lilu Multipass is the evil villain. <laughs> Knows it's a multipass. <laughs> As, uh, should real life actors mirror the character's uh, origin uh, from other mediums? Uh, shouldn't we have a blind eye and take the role of what it is and how well it's acted? Or where's this lo- line drawn? I'm not. I'm kind of confused by that question, Kelk. I think you proposed it. Yeah, well, I mean, basically. Should Jim Hopper is the sheriff. So the the guy stepped down because the character he was going to play was a Japanese American, and he obviously wasn't Japanese enough. So he took a lot of criticism and just decided, screw it, I'm out. So just, yeah, you're not you're not going to get a white dude, the, I mean a black guy to play George Washington in a movie. Yeah, but um, but that's you know, kind of what Hollywood ends up doing in a lot of these cases, especially when it comes it's to like whoever's the most popular. And yeah. Let's play. Let's get Leonardo DiCaprio play Barack Obama. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's why we've had um, Chris Pratt doing a lot of roles lately. It's like he's the you know he's the, the big go-to. thing. Right 
Right. Yeah. I, just, Tom, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I think it's just kind of stick to their uh, their heritage. Let's not force someone into a you know what is it a square peg into a round hole. Yeah, but I, so you're saying they should hire somebody like in the Japanese American or somebody you actor? Know, yeah, right. I think so. And so help, you're help more the, uh, the other way. No, I'm, should we have a blind eye and just see what the person or how well the person acts the role? Yeah, I'd almost yeah, I'd almost I be willing so. to to say the 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 you know the race of the character is not as important. I mean, it's almost like what if you. What if in a comic or something a character was a male and a female ended up playing that that role? Well, that's where I think it. That's where the argument is. If the, if it's based off of a book series or something like that, where people already established that that character is that way, I think we kind of are, um, you know, expecting that when we see it. It's not like you're going to come in and go to a Spider-Man movie and all of a sudden it's a girl playing Spider-Man. He's going to be black soon, though. Right, but again, that that's it's just Spider Man. It's not Spider Woman. I, I don't. I'm sorry. That was just it was just random in the middle of nowhere. No, no, no. I He's don't want to be black soon. I don't mean it in a like a. It, he is. I mean, yeah, right. It's okay. In the Tom. comic book, okay, I think they changed his. I think the new Spider Man that took the place of Peter Parker is a black Spider Man, right? Yeah, I don't know. Well, what about Wait, Black Panther? Wasn't movies? it a white guy? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think they should just stick with their heritage. They shouldn't shoot. Especially if it's something that's like this, where it's, um, you know, it's got a big following of some, you know, comic book following and stuff, and they're going to be rebooting. I think they should kind of stick as much to the comic book ideals of what the people look like. Even still, because the problem with that, though, also is, you know, a lot of these comics were written, not a lot of them, a lot of the ones that they're making in the movies now were kind of written back, you know, 60s, 70s, early 80s. Where you know things weren't as PC as they are now either, so a lot of those characters and their you know blonde hair, blue eyed mind, conflict appeal of you know superhero <laughs> look. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. It's yeah. That's a that's a that's a that's a sharp sword to walk down. Right yeah, there. but we're not the ones putting up the money to get the money back. Exactly. You know? There, there. If it was our money on the line, would we do the same thing? Yeah. I don't know. I I think like in the situation with like the new Star Wars and stuff, where they brought Ray in, who was kind of like a no name actress, but there I don't think there was any expectation for that character to be of a certain you know ethnicity you or know what? You probably nationality. Could, yeah, you could have put anybody white, black, Asian, Indian, and I think they would have been fine. It's Star Wars for goodness sake. But again, yeah, but that not having an established like storyline that people are sitting there watching or reading comic books and seeing yeah. pictures. They don't have an expectation when they go to the movies what they see. Yeah, for what they see. So I guess it's kind of what media is it getting extracted right. from? Yeah, do they have to go to like again for a superhero in a new movie that's going to have you know dirty brown hair or something like that? Go oh we, we got to get Chris Pratt for this or can they get like somebody who's you know famous in you know operas and stuff like they kind of did because wasn't the uh, actress for Ray kind of more uh, stage actor? Yeah, she was. Yeah, I think and she's a singer too. She has an album out. Oh yeah. With Barbara Streisand, I think. Anyway, all right, moving on. Uh, Alamo Drafthouse announced its plans to host clown-only screenings of It this September. Uh, Pigeon, how comfortable do you feel going into a theater and it was nothing but clowns and you're sitting amongst them watching the movie It? I would not go, first of all, and nothing would. nothing's going to happen at this place, nothing. Right, but again, that, that doesn't say. But what's your comfort level of just sitting there, surrounded by clowns, watching the movie? I, I know, I don't, I don't know. It's just clowns. If I know, if I know, like some of the people that are the clowns, then I'd be comfortable. But if I don't know the clowns, it's just 
kind of creepy. They got a bad rap. <laughs> they don't freak me out, but I think sitting in a theater full of them with none of them, like, especially if they were just sitting there, like, emotionless watching this horror movie, <laughs> that would really freak me out. All right. So now the funny thing I was going to ask next is, do you guys agree? I think they should uh, that they should put like a camera and live stream the viewing <laughs> of the crowd watching the movie. <laughs> Why, watch them all freak out. Exactly. How much would you pay? Happens? How much would you pay for a live stream of Donald Trump sitting in the middle of all these people <laughs> watching the movie? Oh, Scotchy would pay big bucks for that. Well, it depends on where the money's going. Scotchy would murder if, somebody. If, it's him, if the money's going to his pocket, definitely not. I would not pay for that. It would go to the Harvey Relief Fund. <laughs> okay, then yes, I would go. <laughs> anyway, all right, the company asked that all attendees arrive dressed as clowns. The screening <laughs> will also feature face painting, prizes, balloons, and more during the pre-movie blowout. <laughs> Okay. Hong Kong. I think look at a lot of people go. <laughs> yeah, dude, they um I read the article. They are they were just gonna do one screening, but Vision, was that you that did the Hong Kong <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. And then the um the first one had such high demand they're having two more screenings. Okay. Do you think we're Whether gonna that's surgeons of uh, the, the killer clown things that were going on in just random places back in the news again after this? I don't. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know. They're killer crowns, right? They just when they just like stand in the in the woods and stare, holding like some of them were holding bats or knives and stuff like that. Yeah, they're looking at people as they would walk by and all. Yeah, you're gonna see. You think just that? Yeah, it's gonna come back. I bet. Or you could start it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Let me do that. All right, TV talk. Calc, get us going. TV talk. I watched uh, Game of Thrones, the finale. Um, I think. I mean, I'll just say it was awesome, but I think we should probably hold off and do like a whole Game of Thrones season. Yeah, season we'll do one like we did last year. Um, and I finished up American Ripper. Yes, I did too. Thanks for the recommendation. Great show. It's like right up there with the whole awesome. Finding Hitler stuff. They I, they got to bring back that Harvey Oswald. Not Harvey Oswald. Lee, Yeah, Lee Harvey yeah, Oswald. Yeah, I only they watched one episode of that and I kind of... It was, it was two episodes and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Now, The Hunting Hitler was great and American Ripper is right up there too. They got to keep these uh, these like little kind of mini series up. Yeah, yeah, I, I th- they're awesome. There's, I I like them because of the fact that, like Nicole had me listening to. She's been listening to this one podcast this woman does, um, where she kind of goes through these. Uh, I guess they're cold cases, mm-hmm. serial. Yeah, and is that what it's called? I think so. And um, it kind of talks about these unsolved, you know, murders or any kind of like really horrible things that have happened where the people just kind of got away with it. It's like the TV show, right? Unsolved mysteries. Okay. Yeah, kind of. You listen to that after you listen to the Loaded Couch podcast, though, right? Of course, yeah. And I go onto the Loaded Couch dot uh, com just to check out what's new and like what we're up to and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> All right, uh, Pidge, what'd you watch? You I watched, watched American uh, Ripper, yeah, American Ripper. I watched Game of Thrones. Uh, I'm caught up the Ballers. I think it's episode five or six. In uh, do you watch three. it immediately after Thrones ends, or no? You don't even watch Game of Thrones when it actually airs. No, I watch it either two hours after if it goes to HBO Go, or uh, or like on demand. I used to DVR, but there's no point in me wasting my Does the my wife space. watch it with you? No, she doesn't care for Game of Thrones. Okay. Um, yeah, because I need a lot of uh, DVR space for <gasps> bad boys. <laughs> what you uh, want? I can't believe I have... you're hooked on that. <laughs> you're like 15 oh years gosh. behind, man. <laughs> no, dude, they're from 2005. 
12 years. Okay. <laughs> Get it right, dude. Um, I'm, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm just hooked on cops. I'm hooked on live PD. I'm hooked on cops reloaded. It's awesome. And I, I find like whatever the cops have the, like the gun, they usually have tasers on them, but when they have the gun and they point at the guy and say, put your hands up, put your hands up. And after like the 10th time and they start struggling and reaching their pocket, they still don't do anything. Like, oh, yeah, that might not work. I was going to say, should they put a blank into the first shot? No. No, because sometimes you need that first shot, man. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's what I was just thinking. Maybe that's not a, bad, a good idea. So they have they the, almost I mean, they have they have the, the tasers. What's that? Maybe Taser, they should yeah. have a taser onto the gun where it's a different trigger. Yeah, but I mean, mm. that's what you see, like these body cam videos, like Pigeon saying, like, they. There are some Split there are second. some bad apples out there, and there are some cops that just are bad very apples. bad and let, <laughs> yes. let the shield like overpower them. But there's a lot of cops that show restraint that I wouldn't have. I mean, when you ask somebody yeah. eight, ten times to get your hand out of your pocket and stop walking away, I mean, I would be tasing them a lot sooner than, you know. I mean, aren't they allowed to shoot them in the leg? I mean, that's what I would do. I would just like shoot them in the I leg. I don't know what the yeah. rules are. Yeah, like, Maybe okay, that's why if I'm not. If you don't want to get cop. down, I'm just going to make you fall down. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> shoot them like in a kneecap shoot and in the shatter their whole. Yeah, leg. I mean, maybe yeah. it's just. Can you imagine what kind of lawsuits would come up with all that, though. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to give the benefit of the doubt to the cop, no matter yeah. what. Well, it's a matter of respect too. I mean, I know the three of us. If a cop came up to me with his hand on his gun. And said, "Don't oh, but swing. Don't move. You know, whatever." <laughs> I would squeal like a girl and drop to my knees and be like, "Don't shoot me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's some, some yeah, of these assholes—they just—they have no respect for law enforcement. Mm. I mean, I get it. It's they're they're twelve years old. These episodes, but it's just like I don't know. I just kind of I just respect what they do. I could never do it. Just like in the military, I could never do what they do. You know, I'm a coward, just like Calc. I'm a coward when it comes to all this stuff. But <laughs> all right, myself, I just, I'm loving. I'm loving just it. loving the show. Yeah. All right, myself. I watched uh, some more of the old school Star Trek. Uh, I watched the Game of Thrones uh, finale, like the other two, and I've been watching Twitch a whole bunch. And now, uh, out of you, I'm just going to Twitch ask you guys, this Mixer, kind of TV? man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, go to go to Mixer. Yeah, I'm a fanboy. I can't find the uh, same people on Mixer. I'm having a hard time um, kind of connecting with some of the I Mixer. I know, it's because they won't switch over because they're making their money on Twitch. Yeah. Um, does Twitch count as TV? I, I guess so. I would say so. It's definitely entertainment now. Right, and they I can watch the big I want to through the Xbox, but it's not technically a, through my service provider. Do they have commercials? Yes. Yeah, but that, that's anyway. in the middle of their stream? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, how they get their revenue. Have to go take a leak because uh, a few of the ones that I watch stream for like six, eight hours, something like that. So they'll get up oh, like every two hours to go take a leak or something like that, and they'll run commercials then. That's crazy, man. I couldn't sit there for wow. that long. I know. <laughs> eight hours playing video games every if single day. you have day. no kids or anything nope, like that, hell yeah, you nah, could. I couldn't do it. Okay. Couldn't do it. The one guy does role-playing like most all the time, like in-character role-playing yeah. on GTA. Yeah, so he has like I could do everything into it, like that he does. It's cr- it's kind of crazy. I mean, he talks to the chat too. Like, I guess he's got a push to talk button, but yeah, it's kind of funny. Anyway, so yeah. I'm watching a bunch of. All right, Star Trek uh, Discovery, uh, the Orville, and or maybe even Halo. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, CBS All Access new series earns a mature audience rating, uh, shooting for that 18 to 49 demographic. Uh, Discovery hasn't been cheap. 
the average episode cost around eight million to eight and a half million dollars. Uh, they're saying it was like shooting a movie with a comma the scale of it. That's the quote. That's, so wait, so Star Trek Discovery is a mature rating? Yes. That's what they're saying, yeah. Okay, so what is it, after hours? I think it might be, I think it, well, it comes out September 10th. I think it might be that 9 o'clock time slot. I don't know if 9 or 10. Because yeah. oh. so wasn't even the double breakdown, too? Like, there was a 9 o'clock for certain ratings, and then after 11 was another? Yeah, I thought it was like 10. Yeah, it might, 10? might be 10 o'clock. I don't know, but it's it's got a mature rating, and I think it's, I don't know what this, the CBS All Access, I think, is like their paid, like, HBO Go, right? So it's not coming to television? No, it'll be on TV, but you can also access it on this All Access, which I think has no commercials if you're like a premium subscriber. Yeah, uh, if you pay, yeah, probably like five or ten bucks yeah, a month. Yep. Now, CBS owns Showtime, and Showtime was in the contract for Halo, the TV series. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, could yeah. Star Trek give us an indicator of uh, what to expect from the level of quality on the Halo series? Mm. Yeah, did you did you guys know. see the trailers and previews for Discovery? No, it, no, I have no interest. It, it actually I it actually looks though. really like really high quality. Like it's they're pretty much saying they're almost up there with well, what what is it? Twelve episodes? Do the math. Ninety-six. They're they're almost they're spending a hundred million dollars for this season, and Game of Thrones spends about a hundred and twenty million a season. Right. So. So it's going to tank. How much did uh, Game of Thrones do its first season? I don't know what they spent originally. Do you remember back to the, the first season? Was it like all interior shots of like people just talking? Like they didn't want, you know, have the draft? <laughs> no, there's a lot of exterior stuff. Uh, like when they went above the, or north of the wall, uh, when they were inside Winterfell, uh, when they went down to King's Landing originally. I mean, yeah, it wasn't like, I mean, there was some CGI stuff of like the big city and everything, but there wasn't a whole lot of that. Yeah. Um, now this uh, yeah there were some landscapes but it wasn't a whole lot. This, this either. Star Trek definitely. I mean, I like the Star Trek movies, so I would say it's right up there, like scale and quality of like the start the mm-hmm. new Star Trek movies. Uh, Scotty, I know you've been watching tons of the old ones, so I, that's why I kind of threw it in. But the Orville looks the Orville looks really good too, so I want to check that out. Yeah, and that's from Fox. Uh, Seth, Seth MacFarlane, right? Farlan, yes. yes. Yeah. That guy's all over the place. He is like. I want to say uh, he Very talented. Is, yeah. Well, I was going to say I know you. I'm not going to compare him to Hollywood's Viagra, but you know um, he produced uh, Cosmos. Yes. Yeah. yeah I remember yeah. saying his name every time it started up. But he was also in the movie Sing mm-hmm. as the little mouse. Yep. And yep. You know, you know, it's crazy. The guy's busy as can be. All right, uh, comfy couch review. We uh, we were or are way behind. Um, yeah, I think I was sick. Pigeon was sick one week, so we kind of just skipped it, thinking he was going to come back the next week, which I think he did. But then we for just forgot to put it in the notes, so we're mm-hmm. kind of catching up. Um, so the movie for the listeners who do not remember, we were supposed to watch the Wraith. Yep. And ARQ. Well, yeah. no, Ark. That Arc. was the one I picked the week. The week that. Uh... <clears throat> yeah, it was for this month we're supposed to review. Yeah, so we have, we review it next week. Last week. No. Uh, okay, no, we okay. Review it this week. No. Yeah, I was going to say no, because so it's just the Wraith that we're doing this week that we're talking oh, about. Oh, so it's just the yes. Wraith? Yep. Yes. Okay. That's right. You can leave it in there, bitch. Um, so let's just get started. Cal, go ahead. Lead us in uh, about the Wraith. What are your thoughts uh, for our stuff? What a pain. What a pain. <laughs> I like it. Um, I This was one of those movies reaching way back in my 
childhood. That this was one of those movies I saw when I was young, like right up there with childhood. You were like an adult. Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> Do you guys remember that movie? Yep. Um, with the nope. tractor trailers. Yeah, the tractor trailers. Pigeon, you should actually watch it if you haven't seen it. it it'll fill your. He won't watch that. He doesn't like the uh, the original book writer. Oh yeah, but who cares? He's he likes he likes Stephen King likes horror stuff. Yeah, it's a, is it Stephen yeah, King? It's a Stephen King. That's probably it's, terrible horrors. Um, but yeah, the Wraith. I remember seeing this when I was younger, and I thought like the car was so amazing, and his oh my gosh, his awesome. black suit, and I had a... and yes, Pidge, it is a Chrysler. <laughs> it's like it's like yes, a Chrysler it LeBaron or something, right? <laughs> Uh, no, I think it was like a Daytona, but they just put no, like a kit body on top yeah. of it. No, I thought we looked this up. It makes, it makes that crazy whistle sound. Yeah. It's supposed to be like, yeah. But yeah. It's a so, Dodge Cal, what was your initial thought on that? A what? A Dodge M4S. M4S. Like some Turbo concept. concept. I, gotta, I was just going to say it's, yeah, a, it's concept a concept car. car. So it's probably built off the Daytona frame and chassis and everything oh, yeah. else. It's an early Dodge Neon. <laughs> Because <laughs> they did have a Daytona in that, that they, uh, the one person won off of that guy. Yeah. Remember Brian Grayson right in the beginning? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> the sweet white Daytona with the red interior. Yeah, I, w- I would say if, if, you, and if you saw it when you were younger or way back and you wanted to watch it again for nostalgia, it's, it's worth checking out. What if you're somebody who's never seen it because you're that it's it's that's a long time ago movie yeah, for you? Well, if you're into that campy type of stuff and you want to see what was cool in the '80s, go ahead and check it out. <laughs> oh, it's an actual an actual <clears throat> car, the Dodge M4S. Mm. I guess. Well, maybe not. I don't know. All right, Paige, what do you think? Like Kelk said, that car's awesome. Especially is that thing like uh, electric or what? It's a boogie. I, I don't hybrid. hear. I don't hear any rumbling. <laughs> Yeah, it was a hybrid. <laughs> yeah. It was like... Mm-hmm. It's got a Prius emblem yeah. on the back. <laughs> Didn't yeah. have, like, anything in the back. Oh. It's like the, bo- the body just came up like three cell, foot above. Think. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It was awesome. That car, that car is sweet. The exhaust sound is even sweeter. And just it's just a revenge story. Which is What was uh, faster, that car or the DeLorean from Back to the oh, Future? The Lorian took about an hour and a half to get to 88. <laughs> it did. It took a forever getting around that parking lot there. And, those, and the Wraith was in like sixth gear. They were doing like 120. Then he just popped it into 11th. Then he just was gone. <laughs> yeah, he downshifted to fifth and took off. <laughs> too, he pumped it up to 11. <laughs> totally skipped all the rest. Nice. Yeah. Mm. And then the right, yeah, myself. Started. Yeah, like I said, the only thing that needs to be said is that car had a Chrysler emblem on it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was awesome. Never seen anything like that from Chrysler before, but okay. Bef- before or since, right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, Frog of Destiny pick for this coming month. I, like, we're going to wait it's on cool. that. We're cool, man, Packard. We're yeah, cool. So we're going to wait on that. Calc already picked, and he picked ARQ to watch. Yeah. Right. And then we'll just do the pick next week. You don't do want to well, do I was going to say, we now? can do the pick now, and then we'll do the review next week, and we'll we'll tell the listeners. It's the end of the month, ready. Holy yeah. crap. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, so we're doing the pick? Yes. Reach into Chip's mouth. Do you want, yeah, do you want to see me pick it, Cal? No, no, I trust you, guys. <laughs> it's not what you've been saying off, off the air. Okay. And the winner goes to Scotchy. Nice. Ooh. I like doing that. <laughs> he says nice, but when it's me, it's like what? Pick <laughs> like something scary. <laughs> okay, yeah, just kind of the uh, you know fall, fall time. time so, yeah. Right. yeah. All 
All right. Uh, beer thoughts. Calculate us off. It's a yay. Definitely a yay. And I would pair it up nicely with my veggie bean, bur- uh, bean burger I had tonight. Uh, Pidge? Um, it's a nay for me, but I think I have to have another glass of it to have my definitive answer. But as of now, after one glass, it's a nay. Okay. Uh, myself, I'm with Pigeon this week, strangely. Maybe it's because I had a Voodoo Ranger right before this one. And it's not that it's a bad-tasting IPA. It's just it's not doing anything special to make me think, yeah, I'm going to go back and get some more of these. Yeah. Um, it's not bad. I, I am enjoying drinking it and stuff like that, but it doesn't have anything fun or special about it. I'm just I have to tell other people about it. So uh, that was the Firestone Union uh, Jack IPA. There I am talking more about it, even though I don't like it. All right. <laughs> Uh, let's get another beer and we'll be back with let's talk games. Hey, if you want to email us at the couch at gmail.com or tweet us at the couch, maybe we'll send something in return. You can download our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher and SoundCloud. All right, we're back with let's, let's talk, talk games, games. All oh, right. There goes, there goes the dog. Ooh, quick. It's not peanut butter anymore. <laughs> no, no dog here. Not on my side. Yes. Uh, all right, uh, Pidge, what are you drinking? I am still drinking the Belfort from Rognes Brewing Company, eight point two percent alcohol from Pl- Fluggerville. Fluggerville. Yeah. P.F. Fluggerville. Flugger. You flugger. <laughs> flugger. <laughs> all right, Calc, what are you drinking? Uh, still finishing up my Sour Monkey from Victory Brewing. It's uh, their Sour Brenton Mice's Triple Downingtown PA, 9.5%. All right, and myself, I'm drinking uh, Cricket Hill Brewery's American Pale Ale uh, from Cricket Hill Brewing Company in Fairfield, New Jersey. Uh, it's a brown bottle, and it's 5.5% alcohol. I think I had right. a Cricket Hill uh, once. Yes. Yeah, great in Jersey. 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 That's right. All right. Uh, games. Right from Jersey and the games. Uh, Calc, what did you play? <laughs> That's right. Uh, you and, he played the skin flute. You and I have been playing some uh, Horizons 3. Uh, what do we do? About 40, 40, 40 something attempts <laughs> at uh, <laughs> doing that uh, bucket list item. Uh, that took forever. <laughs> I was even streaming that, and I'm like, "This is probably the most lame stream we've ever uh, done." <laughs> what was what was the song playing? Remember? Oh my god, no, no, and I don't want to remember either. <laughs> uh, yeah, we was over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, it's just some mindless fun. Uh, I actually bought a what was that? Like a '70s, a '70s early '80s Ford Focus RS uh, or F- Ford Focus. Escort. I'm sorry. The yeah, Ford Escort RS, uh, which technically I guess is like the predecessor. Yeah. So I um, let's see. I did an engine swap on it. I put a turbo four rally. It's the rally crate engine for. So I put a turbo four in it. So it gave you what an extra forty horsepower. This thing, this thing hauls ass. <laughs> yeah, man. Nothing but torque. <laughs> yeah, this thing same horsepower. It's like four hundred more torque yeah. though. Yeah, but if you just put a spoiler on it would have been much faster yeah. <laughs> then i swapped out from the rear wheel drive to the all-wheel drive mm. and did a couple other things to it you know went around did some like suspension brakes all that stuff uh believe it or not i think i kept it at two points below so it's still like a c class 
Okay. Um, fast as hell, but it's but it's riding on stock tires. So okay, it just and stock brake. No, 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 no. Everything the the brakes <laughs> were done up, but I can't afford stickier tires. So it's like sliding right, right. all over the place. Uh, I'm gonna have to find something to. Sounds like a good drifting. Yeah, I gotta car. kick something back and uh, <laughs> you know tune it up a little bit. I played that. Uh, I played Path of Exile. It's one of the new free games. It's free to play. Um, it's just like Diablo. Uh, it's good. It's it's got a lot more, way more loot drops, way more skill tree paths that you can take. Um, I just don't like the. I guess you would call it the hit boxes or the collision is not as smooth and well rounded rounded as Diablo. Uh, but okay. other than that, are there are there crit hits in compare or like and regular? Oh hits? yeah, yeah. I mean it's. I mean. I pl- does the, yeah does Diablo have crit hits? Yeah, it has crit hits. Yeah. Yep, um, the yellow, yellow ones. Right? Yeah, I have the numbers turned okay. off because it it's, it's like yeah, raining. I, say, I don't think I ever noticed that coming yeah, it's out. It's like raining numbers if you leave it on. But I love right. it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the Xbox That's One X can handle um, it. Nice. But yeah, I I think I have about probably two to three hours in this one, and the first. 15 minutes I was playing it, I was like, uh, I don't know if I like this, especially because my guy was like really weak, but now he's leveled up a little bit. So now I'm starting to get those one hit kills and stuff, so it feels pretty good just like cutting through guys. Uh, Character classes are kind of similar. Yeah, very similar all around. I mean, it's it's basically a Diablo clone. Um, I would say check it out. It's free. You know, it doesn't, the, the only thing the money gets you if you want to do like the microtransaction is just the cosmetic stuff. Um, right. doesn't affect your loot drops or anything like that. Uh, and then finally, um, my son actually bought Fortnite. Uh, he's been bugging me for about three weeks, uh, cause he watches it on Mixer all the time. He watches people play and he's there's a Mixer yeah, shout out and, again. Uh, so I'm like, oh, if you want it that bad, you're going to have to pay for it. So he, he dropped the money. How, how old is your son again? Uh, he'll be 10 in January. Okay. It's just rated teen. Yeah. Um, so he, the yeah, right. So he, uh, he bought it. <laughs> He's 10. 10 teen. Teen. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, Good I job. played probably about an hour of it so far, but I've watched him play for about two or three hours. Um, mm-hmm. let me, I guess high level paint a picture. It's, it's Minecraft cause you have to run around and you got to break down all these materials. So, so it's okay. Minecraft meets PVZ because you basically, have to survive these waves and waves of hordes. So, and it's got the art style of PVZ and Sunset Overdrive. A little, a little bit of. The, Wouldn't that get tired if that's just the thing? It's just horde mode. No, all because the time? this is where it gets really cool. It, you pretty much have to craft everything. So it's you just to go. Oh, you go around it. and just start hacking things, and you, you build your fort. You can build the walls. You can do windows. Whatever, whatever you want, traps. You. You craft and build the weapons that you're going to have, but then there's you have loot drops. So at the end of each round, you have your loot boxes like Overwatch. But they also have this really cool thing based on how well you played. You get a pinata, so you have like you have common pinatas, rare pinatas, and exotic pinatas, and you break them. So there's even some diva pinata in this PVZ Minecraft. Yeah, it's basically like Gears of War horde mode mixed with Minecraft and Sunset Overdrive. How much time do you get to build? Uh, it depends on the class. So there's multiple classes, and you can have like a more of a combat character or a builder character. 
they all they all do mm-hmm. the combat but the builder character might get like a bonus to how quick he can build something versus uh my son keeps saying there's a ninja in the game and the ninja has double jump i guess it's the only character that has a double jump um, okay but yeah it's I, you you start out as yourself in the tutorial and then when you go online to play it always match makes you with other people so you're always playing in at least a group of four people working together to try and beat the hordes of you know the waves after waves coming in it's Mm. i i thought it looked okay watching it like on mixer but like watching him play it and actually playing it myself it's it's right up there with like minecraft as far as hey let's just don't you disrespect (laughs) like hey let's just burn a couple hours mindlessly in the middle of the night as a group of guys yeah but yeah but you're you're strategizing a lot you can't just burn it well no no minecraft you sit there and you're just hold the button down and you fall asleep well you can do that in this too though. Uh, yeah, i mean that. this you just hold the trigger no and they keep swinging as they chop the trees down and break yeah but then you gotta you gotta build it's kind of like a tower defense yeah, isn't yeah it? it is i mean i see what you're saying it's not totally mindless but yeah i th- yeah so keep, keep minecraft out of your <laughs> mouth <laughs> but it, it's cool because my son ran out of ammo and he looked and he's like he's like well, i need more bullets i need more bullets and he's going through and he goes holy crap i need nuts and bolts so he's like trying to run around the map to find somewhere where he can get nuts and bolts, you know, to make more bullets. Not getting attacked the whole time. Well, he wasn't. He could skate off to the side and get nuts and bolts because his other three, you know, teammates were holding down the fort. Uh, okay. And you have a melee weapon. That's what you I have a melee think. weapon, so you get like a sword or katana, you know, whatever the hell melee weapon you unlock, and then you have shotguns, handguns, assault rifles, sniper rifles, all that stuff. It's this is the game where you talk about like you start with nothing and then like when people bought like the hundred and forty dollar pack, they had a lot of stuff to begin with. Yeah, I mean all the all the money I really gets you is the money gets you loot boxes and pinatas. Because mm-hmm. that's all that's all you're buying. It's so you just get to open tons of loot boxes and pinatas and you get you know, your common care you you get like little cards you can play to like add on, like more better survivors or better uh, more better yeah, more better uh better survivors or you know add-ons for your weapons so you got like your whites your greens your blues and your yellows and there's purple too so it's same you know same tree as like overwatch and diablo and all that with the color system how's like the jumping how's like you know plays the- awesome the controls are spot on i mean it's 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 epic yeah, so okay. it's it's like Gears of War as far as like the cover and yeah, that's what I wanted to know. Like since they're not doing Gears of War, like yeah, how it's the the hand like the over the feel. shoulder shooting with the weapon feels just like Gears of War. It's it's mm. it's really good. All right, uh, our pitch. Sorry, what what you play? Play some Overwatch. Yep. Um, I I I hate How's the game still. <laughs> it's terrible. I hate it. You get sucked in every time. It's like level oh two hundred now. Now, now I do the arcade a lot now. Okay. Because every three wins, you get a loot box. Oh, okay. And you can get up to three in a oh, week. Nice. Right. Yeah, and that's what uh, so, my son and my sister in law play a lot. Yeah. So they do that, and then also if it's like a new game mode, if you win, like say, because this week they have free for all and four first four team death match. Mm-hmm. So if you win, you get a loot box. Uh-huh. So you can get up to a total of five loot boxes in a week. Yeah. Without That's my sister law was telling because she likes all the extras, the skins. Yeah, and, and like the, the modes are pretty cool. Like some of them are like like my daughter loves a free for all mode, but mm. she's more I'm more of a free for all guy and she's more of a team player. And okay. I kind of told her that because she was getting real frustrated. But 
I'm, I'm going to call it. She's, she was practicing the free-for-all, and she actually won first place. Nice. Even though it's just playing video games for three hours until she won. But, <laughs> right. But, I mean, I'm telling you, as much as I don't like her playing video games all the time, I really think that she could be a professional gamer in, like, eSports with this stuff because she is really good with every character where I'm, like, Soldier 76 and maybe Mercy, and that's it. Speaking <laughs> of, did you guys too hear much. about the big character changes? Yeah, the, with uh, D.Va and... Um, well, Mercy was the big one. Yeah. Mercy. Yeah, Mercy has Valkyrie yes, now. Yep. Uh, you can revive anybody at any time, but one person at mm-hmm. a time. Yeah. Mm. And with the cooldown. And then her gun is shot, has a higher fire rate and higher like And power. she can fly now okay. when she's in the Valkyrie mode. Yeah. So her new special is Valkyrie oh. mode, where she, like, incre- like, how she increases and decreases the stuff, but mm-hmm. it's, like, what? A lot yeah, they now. they took away like they took away that ability to like raise your whole army when they're dead, right? So yeah. now when she uses a super, she flies full time as Valkyrie, and like Pigeon said, if you use left bumper or right bumper, it's either a heal or an amplify, but it's like super increased, and you can only resurrect one character, and then your your machine gun is like double or triple power. Yeah, but you can re- resurrect one character with just not not in special mode. I thought it was without it, like just you can do it time. during okay. the match. Yeah, yeah. yeah, anytime. And there's a okay, cooldown, cool. yep. mm. which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So anyway, Overwatch sucks. Um. I I played some Minecraft with you. We're in the new beta. That's right. Just um, we some crossplay. We're beta boys. And, and yeah, I created a, a new world, and I spawned right next to a village with radishes and wheat. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> awesome. Um, but it's pretty cool. Like you're on the PC and I'm on the um, the Xbox One, and the beta is actually formatted like the PC. I yes. think. Yep. Yeah. For the well, yes, a little they've bit. They've added it's some not, of the things then from the console as well, with like the um, what is that the the crafting menu or the yeah craft- the auto craft and right. Yeah. So it's it's pretty neat. It's kind of a mix of both. I I'm, it's hard. It's kind of you got to get used to it a little bit, and then. I like the uh, fact that they have the auto crafting in there where it shows you what it is yeah, that what you're items supposed you have to be doing. That, yeah, and also shows you like the items that you have in your inventory, this is what you can actually craft with it. Right. But Instead it also shows you how to put those things together in that, you know, three by three, you know, yes. square or whatever for how it was originally supposed to be developed. Yeah, I ignore it. But. <laughs> of course. So I was playing some of that with you. And then I played I started Excuse me, Uncharted Two: Among Thieves on the Nathan Drake Collection. Okay, I'm kind of liking this one a little better. I mean, graphically it's improved, and but so far in the very first and second, the first mission is great. The intro is great, um, and the second mission is more of like a stealth and platforming. So it's pretty cool so far. Mm, nice. Uh, myself, I played um, Ori in the Blind Forest. And you completed yeah, it. Dude, I, I did. I completed week. it. I got 98% uh, wrap on it. One playthrough? Yeah, first playthrough. So the only thing you're missing is play the game on ultra settings and not die, right? Probably. Yeah, probably. something. Like, no, I don't know. It was like 90... 90 Cal, is that what I said? Well, 98%? You, you think, yeah, you said 98%. 98% of the map and all the areas discovered, probably, right? I don't, I don't think yeah. you... I think I discovered everything. Uh, it doesn't mean ninety-eight percent of all the map, achievements. But... Just ninety-eight, ninety. Oh, okay. Complete. All right. Whew, I don't have to go and play it immediately then. <laughs> yeah. 
there was like one that I couldn't get to where there was like a lava um, spill coming down through and I couldn't figure out how to get through the lava spill and stuff over to like one thing to grab. Um, you know, there's a few different things like that, but it was a great platformer game, uh, a little bit of a puzzler on some of the platforming things that you had to do. Like I think Kelk talked about this a while ago when he first started playing. Um, yeah. You know, it's not just you, you need special jumps to be able to get to like a certain area. And then you need to use some of those special jumps to, you know, get through or past. Do you think um, um, for the people listening, was your strategy to just, you know, freight train rate to the triple jump was like worth it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, would you call that a skill tree, I guess? Because it's kind of like there's just yeah. three branches that you can kind yeah, of go yeah. on to. Um, yeah, my, my initial thing was just getting to that triple jump. Like once I started, I kind of started evenly distributing. But then I'm like, hey, wait, what am I doing? I'm just evenly distributing. I'm doing one in each one and just kind of stepping up that way. I finally stopped and I went through and I read each one to see what their abilities were. And uh, the one, you know, branch had the triple jump almost at the end. So I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to go for that can first. Can you respec it or can you just like take it away and put it somewhere else? No. I didn't no, try I that. Think I don't once think you, you commit, can. you're committed. Right. Uh, yeah. All right. uh, really good game, though. I mean, Pidge, if you get a chance, I'd 100% well, say go back and finish it. It was a great, fun play challenging as can be i think the middle board like i was saying in uh twitter and even talking with calc the uh where you have to escape the main tree tree, uh, from like a flood that rises up from the bottom that's the most challenging i've had of a game like that in a long time until cuphead comes out end of the game (laughs) yeah Yeah. but it's even harder than the last platformer portion of the uh, at the end of the game good a couple of things. One is I actually played a little bit of it, and it reminds me of Guacamelee. Yeah, yeah. Like you got to get the certain things to get to certain areas and unlock them. These big maps. So. Yeah, there was yes, there was like some progression where I had to get through to a certain portion of the map, and then I was like, okay, now you can backtrack and go get the rest of this crap from you know the old portions. Right. Of the Which isn't a bad thing. Both games are really great. Right. Um, the second thing is, ugh, I hate to say this. Kelk was right. This game is good. <laughs> it is really good, though. It, it is really, really good. Are you play, You have the definitive edition? Yeah, I think everybody. Didn't we get upgraded to it? Or no, you had to buy no, it. No, you didn't. Yeah, I, I bought. I, I bought the not. definitive edition when it was on sale with uh, in November with that you know Black Friday sale. Okay. Kelk, you don't have I it, don't right? I think I do. No. So we're what's the definitive it? get you though? Everything, all the unlockable, like all the. What add it like rooms or board or specialties or something like that? I'm not sure. I didn't look. I didn't know. I wasn't. I'll look it. I'll look it up real quick and I'll get back to you. All right. I also played uh, Forza Horizon Three, as Kelk said. Uh, I've been playing that a bunch of my own. I actually I unlocked all four of the Horizon, um, you know, party locations oh. now. Uh, so I've gotten all them unlocked. I've got two of them up to level four. One of them at level two now, and then the first one just opened up in this city, Surf City. And I was only one of 8% that unlocked that one as the fourth one. Nice, nice. Okay, so new and a definitive edition is packed with new additional content, new areas, secrets, abilities, more story sequences, multiple difficulty modes, full backtracking support, and much more. Mm. Discover mm. an hour's pass in two brand new environments, master two powerful new abilities, find secret areas and explore Nabil faster by teleporting between spirit oh, wells. I'll look, I'll ah. look into that then. You can you can backtrack with a spirit well. How about that? That's pretty That's sweet. That's my biggest gripe. In uh, that one game. thing I will say, <laughs> <laughs> Kelk's like I got to spend an hour and a half going all the way back. 
<laughs> uh, one of the things that I'm going to complain about with the game, because I know, Calc, you kind of asked me what my thoughts were in comparison to, like, um, you know, it's it being compared to something like a Mario. Uh, yeah, yeah, I said, like, um, Mario, Metroid, Castlevania, those type of... Right. I'm going to say it's a little easier, because uh, once you get up to a certain point, like, I was trying to get throughout the entire play, I was trying to get all of the collectibles. I'd look at the entire... I'd go to the map every single time I'd get into a board and see what areas I had to explore. I'd jump into every single corner to see if there was something else that I just that was hidden yep. that I couldn't see. Um, so at one point, like the, on the bottom of the screen, there's the blue orbs, which are your energy orbs, and then on the right side is your health orbs. And I maxed them out as fast as possible. Um, but you can uh, do those save points whenever you hold down the B button, as long as it you know, and it just uses up one of your like a half of one of your energy yep. orbs. That made it a little easy. Well. Because once you got yourself into saving all the time, there was sometimes that I'd forget, and I'd be exactly. Like, and I like think pi- five, five or ten minutes pigeon ago, pigeon touched on it though. Like try and what is the one achievement? Pigeon beat the game without dying, right? Yeah, it's like on the hardest difficulty without dying. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's not going to happen, <laughs> especially in the tree. <laughs> There's some. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, go ahead and try that. But um, that that's one thing that I say is kind of makes it a little easier than some of the old school platformers like the Mario that you're comparing it to. Because, I mean, there was those, you know, in some of those, especially in Mario, like the original, you got however many lives you could build up to. But as soon as you lost them, the game was over. We start back at the beginning again. uh, I mean, that's probably a good... I think I read Cuphead is unlimited lives as well. So, I mean, is that something you think if, like, Ori or, you know, Cuphead that we've yet to play, if you had to, like, generate your extra lives but once you ran out of those extra lives you had to start over do you think that would take the game up to another notch i would i would dislike it yeah that's the thing because it's a kind of a less of a stress you know and it's like you really don't play the game to stress out you play the game to enjoy you know the platforming and 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 the story but but again, back in the day, it was just like in the story of Mario originally. Yeah, but back in the day, it was like I want to play this game to complete it. It wasn't. I think the was, story for they me were it a was. lot shorter too. Like like those games were what two three sure. hours, where this took you what twelve hours. Yeah, I think it was uh, twelve. Fourteen in his tweet, that. he said. Was it fourteen? So it was fourteen two. Fourteen point two hours or something like that. Fourteen teen. Yeah, but all right. Anyway, moving on. Uh, also, I played Minecraft, like Pigeon said. Uh, comfy Couch Review, we had to play a first-person adventure game. Uh, Pigeon had brought this up a while ago. Um, he told me that I did play an adventure game, but it wasn't in this past month, so I don't get anything because my PS Plus ran out and I couldn't play that game again. Boo. I don't have any first-person adventure games, and he wouldn't let me kind of claim Minecraft. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. What? On the Xbox One, you have Noma. What is it, Path of Life or something like that, Calc? No, that was the one that was on... Uh, yeah, Numa. That was free. I don't know if That's I like, had it. It's just like Mist. Remember the old game Mist? It's like yeah. one of them puzzler. I don't know if I downloaded that because I went through almost all of my games trying to see and everything. It's like, okay, this one will be good. I start up. Nope, that's third person. Okay, let me, how about this? And this will be good. Nope, that's an adventure game. I'm just saying, you have two months to do it because last month I picked no game. We were <laughs> off. Right. Well, I got five bucks in the pot now. Five bucks. That. All right. Calc, what did you uh, think? Um, I fired up. Uh, I've been playing that Life is Strange. I don't, you know, that's. I have the Numa, like Pigeon was saying, but I, I like Life is Strange. It's kind of a. It's got its first person. 
Is it first person? Yeah, it's first person moments, but then like you move the character around the screen too. Mm. Oh, I don't know. That might be two fifty right there. I'll I'll go half. I'll I'll pay half of that. But so that's a two fifty right there. uh, Either way, it's. I think I picked this up on one of the sales. I bought like the entire series or season. Yeah, that's weird because Scotch and I got it for free with PS Plus. <laughs> um, <laughs> All of my PS Plus ran out. It's have it really anymore. good. I, I, it's got. I mean, did you guys play any of it or try it out? It's no. it's a butterfly no. effect type of game. Um, okay. You basically can play through a scenario and rewind time with a power, and then choose a different scenario, and then like change the outcome of the story. Um, can you like uh, so you can play through to see what the outcomes are and then change? Well, you can only go back a couple seconds. Once? So like, so, oh, yeah. yeah, you basically like freeze time and then rewind it, but you only can go back like maybe twenty seconds. So if you find out something or somebody gets killed and you didn't do something, you have to like quickly decide. Wait a minute, do I want to stop this and rewind and change what happened, or do I just want to live with the consequence and then see how the story unfolds? Um, it's something like that. And there's like little clues and notes and all kinds of crap hidden all over that. As you read those, that changes the story. So yeah, it's, it's really, okay. really cool. I, I would recommend you guys try it, especially you, if you have it for free. Yeah. Are you curious to play the second though? I guess the prequel, it's a prequel. It. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess I am. I just, unfortunately the problem is I haven't, I know one day I sat down and played like a good hour and a half. My wife and son were actually watching me play and they were, kind of making decisions with me and they were getting into it, but I haven't really had that like quiet alone time to like sink into it because you know, oh, it's, got, yeah. it's got some thought process that you want to make sure you pick the right path. All right, Pitch, how about yourself? I played and completed Firewatch. Also known as Wreck-It Ralph, right? <laughs> yeah. The voice acting, and I think we touched on it last week too a little bit about Firewatch, but the voice acting is like top notch. It is superb. Um, now, what's pretty, superb about it? Is it just the story that they're like telling? Like how they interact. It? It's how they interact. You know, it's not, there's not like a dull moment. It's like you kind of wait for their next interaction. Like you go, it's like, hey, you know, go to point X because we see smoke in the forest and go check it out. So... As you're walking there, they just kind of shoot their shit a little bit. Yeah, they do a lot of like side talking then, on the walkie-talkie. I heard. Yes, and then it goes. Then it goes dead. Then you're like, you know, you're just walking through the woods and you checking your map and looking for, you know, some caches to see what's inside it just there. Feels very natural, then, right? It's not like they're reading yeah, off a script paper. You perfectly said it. Yeah, it just it feels natural. And like as you're walking and exploring, you're just like waiting for that next moment of what they're going to talk about, and you choose what, what you want to say. How do you write for that? I don't know. It's just. It, I guess it just felt it felt right. Like it's a really good game. Like I never, I don't know. It's kind of like you know how like you have the Telltale series, like Game of Thrones and Wolf Among Us. Right. There's a kind of like the pause in between, and it's kind of like unnatural yeah, a little yeah. bit. But this it just feels natural because you got to choose between three things of what you want to say to her after she talks and stuff. But it just feels think, like think natural. you guys go back a year, you'll you'll see that I called this out as a. Game that we should all play, right? <laughs> I think it was right up there with Ori. All right, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, it, it is Scotch. It is like next time it's on sale, I would, I would recommend it for a, for a PlayStation game, not for 
Not for our uh, little couch account because okay. I don't want Doug to play it. I got you. <laughs> okay. All right, awesome. let's uh, do the new Jack Mayhoff uh, review. Well, it seems like first person adventure was fun. We don't have any overall yays and nays, but you know we got yays from the two games that these guys played. So, yes. all right, uh, new Jack Mayhoff picker. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get up on it. Let's hope it's not. Please Kel. be let's me. Do it. Please. Here we go. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. And the game picker goes to me again. Yes! <laughs> Scotchy, why did you type that in there? <laughs> I knew it was going to be I had a, I thought it was going to be Scotchy. I was thinking, I was like, we've never had it where it was the same person for both. Oh, my God. Yeah, we I did. Look. We did. I think you had it once for both. I don't think I ever did game animals. Well, whatever it is, that's awesome. This is, what, five, almost half a year in a row? <laughs> <laughs> with no calc you mean or for you on game for me in games oh, yeah calc had a movie a couple calc had the movie arc we're going to review next week mm. all right all right all right, all right. <clears throat> speaking of gaming news sony yes it's here all the waiting excitement the demo everyone has been waiting for knack 2 is now available for download in the store <laughs> It's the moment you all been waiting for. <laughs> and I thought you were going to say Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, nope. so I bought Knack One. And uh, it was I haven't played it yet. It, I, it was five bucks. I mean, I think I had it for I got it for free from PS Plus last month. Was it Was it free? Then Then I got it. Whatever it is, I got it or I bought it for. Is that the cheap. one where uh, you just you beat on little people? You kind of platform through, and then the character just gets bigger and bigger and bigger as you're going. Yeah, he's like made of all these little parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah okay. Oh, so yeah. oh, so maybe it was it was Knack and Just Cause Three as the PS Plus games, I think. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I, I have it. I haven't tried it yet. It looks like you played it maybe a little bit, but um, the early initial impressions are this game's actually looking pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I I enjoyed what I played. I only played maybe half an hour, and then uh, <laughs> uh, Jonas was like, "Dad, come on! I really want to try this. It looks really good." I'm like, fine, all right, get into it. And then he just went and played for like hours. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go do something else. <laughs> get me yeah, I think Knack One was like one of the games they were pushing big time on when uh, PS4 first came out. It was like this great. It was kind of like a tech yeah, demo. exactly. So I'm curious to see how Knack Two like holds up. But you know, yeah, Is Mark Cerny still yeah, on this game. It's still his baby. Like the lead lead architect of. Uh, Whatchamacallit. Did it have a huge uh, sell right up front? I don't think so. I mean, for as good as it was, I mean, from what I saw for the half an hour that I played, I mean, it was clean. It was smooth. It wasn't super yeah, it was challenging. Like said, but... It's like kind of like built from the ground up as a tech demo for the PS4. Yeah. All right, PS Plus games for September. I know we're going to be, you guys are already going to be listening to this in the beginning of September, but uh, PS4 is infamous. Second Son. Ooh, nice. looking for I, I like that. I want to play. Yeah, that. I almost bought that. Glad it's free. Yeah, and uh, Strike Vector X. Oh man, I can't wait for that. <laughs> PS3 is Truck Racer and Handball 2016. Okay, PS Vita is. We I actually are... want to play the Handball game. What's <laughs> <laughs> the thing? Is it, no, I'm like, I'm. How do you? I don't know. How good is it going to be? I mean, you know, they put a lot of money into like Madden. And, you know, they put, like, some money, you know, comparable to Madden into, like, the NBA 2Ks and stuff like that. Yeah. But a handball, what kind of money goes into that? Frostbite engine. <laughs> Shut up. 
<laughs> I mean, even like MLB is like kind of big this year, but it's like even graphically, I mean, it looks good. No, it looks really good. It's but again, it, what are you seeing? You're seeing the guy at bat, or you're pitching, and it's like you're fielding some things. It's not like it's really in depth. Gosh, we're not talking about MLB '98. You should take a look at the graphics. They're crazy. No, I did. I've watched um, oh. uh, fish play it on Twitch. They do look really, really good. Oh, you guys go by last name now. Wow. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I think he. I think yeah, his voice kind of crackled on the first part. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. It sounded like oh yeah, I watch fish all the time. Yeah, but uh, I mean, it it it's still scenes of. It's like the the film or the you know the camera is the catcher, or the camera is like when you're on the bases, so it's up and away, kind of like an axonometric kind of yeah, view. Yeah, but the grass faces looks great. They right. do, they look great, but there's not a lot of action. You know what I mean? That it has to be capturing. Not like a FIFA. A FIFA has like everybody's moving on the screen at the whole time, and you can change the camera for whatever you want and stuff. So again, a lot of money goes in the FIFA. But what are they going to do with handball? What kind of budget you think's there? <laughs> the dimples Squeaky on the ball shoes on the court. <laughs> I mean, it's fun as hell to watch at the Olympics, but I'm not sure how the game is going to be. Anyway, uh, PS Vita, we are doomed and uh, Hadoful. Hadoful? Hate- Boyfriend? Hadoful is that a game? Is that a game for the Vita? We are doomed, or is that just the Vita saying that nobody plays it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I had to watch your mouth. You watch your mouth. We are cataclysmic doomed and hateful boyfriend is a weird game, but it's supposed to be actually really good. It's like a, it's like a Japan game, which I'm probably not going to play. It's like a Japan game. What is that? It's like more better. It's (laughs) (laughs) It's like a Japan game, which means it's probably like final fantasy bullshit. (laughs) All right, let's move on before you get yourself in trouble. Microsoft news. Calc's favorite player unknown battlegrounds temporarily becomes the most played concurrent game on Steam, beating out Valve's very own Dota wow, 2. That's impressive. That's surprising. Uh, recent announcement that uh, Microsoft has expanded partnership with uh, Player Unknown um, with Blue Hole Studios. Sorry, partnership on Player Unknown with Blue Hole Studios by now publishing it could be the swing and a hit Microsoft des- desperately needed. Uh, the game developers also announced at Gamescom they have now sold over 8 million copies. Uh, excited to play some 1v100? There's also... Um, nope. <laughs> he says nope. Just like Overwatch. He'll be like, guys, we're going to play some PUBG tonight? Uh, would you rather do pub? Would you rather do PUBG or would you rather do Call of Duty World War PUBG. II? Especially mm. like by the time it's finished. Because right now it's still kind of like in an alpha phase. Dude, it's it's, it's not going to look any better than it is now. And the big thing is just becoming very good at looking and seeing what's on the floor. Yeah. Because, you know, there's different uh, pickups and stuff that you have to do to, to build out your character. Yeah. Two, two um, bits of news on this, too. Like, in the last couple of days since, you know, I wrote the notes for this was uh, there's still not... I, th- I still think that it hasn't been settled yet if there's going to be cross-play. Because a lot of people think like the keyboard and mouse, you know, against the controller people is going to be unfair. But um, they just came out, I think, today at game at uh, PAX and said that there's almost little to no aim assist with the controller. So that there should 
That's a disappointment. Well, they said that there should keep the keyboard and mouse people from complaining. And then they also, uh, I guess, Mikey Barra said tonight also at PAX that there is still definitely going to be mouse and keyboard coming to the Xbox One. And so a lot of people are excited that you could possibly do mouse and keyboard on PUBG on Xbox One X. Mm. Sales pitch cock. All right, good. Games with gold. <laughs> September 2017. Pigeon, pick this as the free <laughs> as the game to play. <laughs> what? All right, Xbox One is Forza Motorsport 5 or Oxen. Forza Motorsport no, 5? <laughs> Hydro Thunder Hurricane. Okay. <laughs> Xbox 360 is Hydro Thunder You know Hurricane. I'm not going to pick it now. Right? I've heard a lot of people say uh, this <laughs> exactly. Hydro Thunder is good. Kelk actually was going to pick Oxen Free where, where for real going? this month. And now that you said it, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Hey, can I go back real quick to uh, the yeah. uh, PUBG? I just want to tell you something funny. I was uh, watching Spamfish play, and what he does is he does um, some AFK hunting. So he um, he'll wait in the plane because the plane drops you off over top of the island that you have yeah. to all fight on, and he just waits till the very end and he sits there like yep, just AFK hunting, and then you know people jump out when you oh, want to. Oh, so you don't have he to till the very end. Auto you don't have you to out. jump out right away. Oh no, no you all, so why don't you just wait until everyone dies? No, 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 because no. you it auto jumps you out right at the end before you completely pass over the island. Oh, it kicks everybody out. Okay. So he waits, and then he waits to see if anybody is moving as they're falling after they've been auto-kicked out of the airplane and they're skydiving. And then as soon as they land, some people will dive off, and then he's like, oh, crap, because they go down, and they go and get ammo and guns and everything immediately. But he still falls like he's not at his computer, and as soon as he falls, he immediately goes and starts beating on the people who are AFK away from the keyboard right. just to get the early kills. It's kind of funny. I guess he had to be there. Call of Duty World War II. <laughs> Coming soon to my console. All right, Nintendo news. Nintendo Indies, which equals Nindies. Nindies. Coming soon to some really good looking ones. Anybody watch this? Uh, this whole thing that they had a presentation on. I think they had. It I on watched Twitch, it. Right? No, but I think I, pretty, yeah, I watched a trailer, but I didn't huh? really see a lot of it. Mm. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of games. Oh, about the know. wait! You watched a trailer about the Nindies. You didn't actually watch. The yeah, Nindies. yeah. I, so I caught like a little sizzle reel that showed a bunch of the games, but I didn't like watch the presentation, like showing. Okay, all right. Pitch, did you see any of it? No, I did not. Oh, did you see the games afterwards? I just saw that they're the Switch is getting Super Meat Boy, like the the next one first. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then there's some other ones. Uh, was it Travis Heroes? No More Heroes is coming back. Mm-hmm. And Travis guy, forget his last name, and that's about it. Okay. Now there were some good ones that I saw when um, I watched. Sausage Party was one of them, or something like that. It's hell, man. It's, it did look very phallic. The whole thing did. It was very <laughs> strange. It was these little sausages, kind of just. I don't, well, yeah, I don't know. I, that one's a hard one. You have to go watch it just to kind of. Yeah, I don't even want to try. Some and of the fun, it. or what were some of the the like big games that popped out to you? Uh. You know, there was the big games. There was one big game, and for some reason, it's eluding my brain right now for what the name of it was. It supposedly, from uh, some of the feedback and stuff that I was seeing in Twitch, uh, was their like, wow kind of game. They didn't give a whole lot of insight, or it was a lot of just clip 
from like uh you know you know uh, what do they call those the um, the mini movies that they make in between like uh loading screens okay. and stuff cut scenes yeah uh, yeah but they uh it, it looked really cool it kind of had a comic book esque kind of artwork to it like live action like not live action uh but like you know live comic book like rendering kind of you know how like a comic book usually looks especially something like the um watchman where it kind of has a very vibrant colors but it kind of has those yep, pencil yep. lines and stuff and it was dark and that one was really cool looking it was a little bit freaky weird because um it just showed like this guy pulling up in his car and then he jumps into this it looked like a survival game kind of like something happened in the world and then uh there's people just kind of like surviving on their own gotcha. this guy pulls up in a car jumps into this trailer that's there and this guy's just watching or you know he's playing a video game and he comes up and he goes to kill him he's got like a you know a, a bat or something like that i think and it ends up being just like a dummy that's sitting there and then the actual guy's behind him and then there's this big battle thing and it kind of has a little bit of a uh japanimation jap you know japanese animation like scott, scott um, pilgrim scene <laughs> right uh but that one was pretty cool and i think that was kind of like their big expected uh like wild game it was the last one that they showed, I think. Um, they had some other ones that were pretty interesting. There was a native... Wait, are you talking about... You're talking about the No More Heroes one? Um, is that what it was? They, they, were, they were fighting in a trailer? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's no the more No More Heroes. Heroes. There was yes. two... There was No More Heroes and No More Heroes 2 for the Wii. Okay. And then uh, this one. It's kind of like a cult following. Right. And, but and, I think it was like their big push. They, that was like yes. kind of like the one where you were expecting to hear the crowd go, Woo! when they showed something about it but yeah it's kind of like it's kind of borderline triple a title it's from from that guy suda from grasshopper manufacturer and it's also being helped with the people who made uh shovel knight or yacht games whatever it's called um i'm just looking at the list here some of the games that's that stick out to me um golf story yeah that one looks pretty cool yeah i don't don't know it just looks interesting right it's kind of strange but it looked cool yeah, uh, Kentucky Route Zero, which uh, supposedly is like uh, it's kind of like an indie game, which was got kind of rave reviews for its story. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, other one is No More Heroes, which you talked about. Sausage Sports Club, which I think you it's said strange. it was like, yeah, it was strange. Did not get it. I mean, did you watch that at all? No, I haven't seen it, but I heard a lot of people are talking about it, how cool, like kind of neat it is. Yeah, it was neat, I guess, in like a playful kind of way. But I'm like, why couldn't you think of something better than using sausages, which are very phallic? And I don't know, especially after yeah. seeing Sausage Party, it was like, okay, that's not. Well, necessary. you should play. You should play the original No More Heroes. That's kind of phallic. Like with the Wii Remote, in order to charge your lightsaber, you'd have to like spank it. <laughs> well, even Switch has that on the um, the soda cans. That, uh, the one soda two cans, Switch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the shake of the soda. Yeah, but it was weird. But like the guy, like you would have to, sh- you get, you can shake it like above your head, like not to look Did weird. You shake it like a Polaroid picture. <laughs> yeah, but on the, uh, but on the game itself, you see the guy like holding it by his like junk, and he's like, Ugh! right, right, and then it's like, um, let's see, Super Meat Boy Forever, which we talked about, and then Steam World Dig Two, the first. Yeah, game that one looked awesome. good. That was very spelunky looking. Yes, the first one. The first Super one was awesome. Looking. I had that for the 3DS. Okay. Um, great game, short game, but great. And then Shovel Knight came with cards and the Amiibo for Shovel Knight. Oh my god, the free pack! I gotta get it. They also had a uh, Next Up Hero. Did you see that one? Next Up Hero? No, I I didn't see that any. one. Was pretty interesting because you play as the hero, but 
um, the premise is, is every hero dies. So you play as a hero, you play up to a certain point, that hero, how, whatever, I think what they explained was whatever power ups and stuff that you've gotten die with you. And then you come in as a new hero, right where that hero left off. And then you continue on the story. Is this game already out before. Uh, then no, that one said it's going to be out 2018 or you mean, is this like a, uh, sequel to it? No, is this like out for other consoles first? Oh, I have no idea. They just said 2018 release. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, they had an Earth Atlantis also, which was kind of had that very old school eight bit eight bit look, and like you know that um, what was that that liquid crystal kind of the original screens that they had back with the old handhelds Alter back in the eighties. Uh, it had like that black and hand kind of <laughs> look to it, kind of like the uh, what was that character you loved on Super Smash Bros. The black and white one bitch that you always played with. Game and Watch. Yeah, it had that kind of Game and Watch um look to the art style of it. But it's a submarine, and the submarine gets like add-ons and stuff, and you're kind of like going around looking through like this Atlantis area, and there's things shooting at you, and you're just kind of battling these big things. It's, but that was Earth Atlantis. Um, there's Malacca, which reminds me of something that like Sly Stallone and Rocky would call somebody. <laughs> but that was a Native American kind of, or a Native man, I should say, uh, who uses the powers of the gods that he, um, you know follows or prays to to transform into different That's animals cool. and it's kind of you know yeah it's a battler um but you use like the animal uh transformations to help you get through um yono was the celestial elephant uh it was the puzzler it would look really really cute um there was dragon marked for death did you say that one no i didn't no all right uh there was battle chef brigade which was a strange Battler for food ingredients. Hmm. I'm like, okay. I it's like, is this Iron Chef on a crack? Uh, the one that I thought was actually really, really cool that I wanted to mention was it was called Morphe's Lord Law. Baelish, little thing. <laughs> now it was, it was a shooter called Morphe's Law. Morphe's. Yes. Morph, not Murphy's. Yeah, Morph. It was um like a there was these different. Uh, you you were all a character, but as you would shoot somebody, depending on where you hit them. It would increase the size of you wherever you hit them. So if you kept shooting the person in the arm, your arm where you were hitting them would get bigger and hmm. bigger and bigger. If the person kept shooting you in the head, your head would get smaller, his would oh. get bigger. Wow. So it's like, you, and your character just kept morphing like that. And, you know, depending on, it's kind of like, um, you know, in the Splatoon, whoever's got the most paint on this, this is whoever's shot the other team more and has the more, uh, I guess, the larger morphs. You build up one big, huge, like, character in the back part of your screen and whoever gets them the bigger you know statue or whatever the person is that's in the back there that's just waiting at like your spawn point wins hmm. you know what i mean but morphe's law that was that was pretty cool looking it was weird though because you see dudes with huge beefy arms and no head and no legs you know what i mean <laughs> um like calc yeah there was uh light fingers did you say that one pitch I said little fingers. Okay, puzzler, battler, board game kind of thing. Uh, Nine Parchments. It's a four-player multiplayer battler. It was for Holiday 2017. And then, uh, oh, yeah, what I was saying for that, um, uh, the one that you mentioned, Pidge, what'd you you call it again? Sudasi. Fingers? Uh, Directed by Sudasi or whatever. Uh, Suda, Grasshopper Studios. Uh, it 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 had a glossy Archer graphics to it, I thought. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Like that artwork, art style, or whatever. Anyway, yeah, if you didn't get a chance, a lot of these are being released uh, end of this year, beginning of next year. 
Uh, but they're all indie games, which is pretty cool. All right, moving on. Uh, Mario plus rabbit. But sorry, did you guys have any questions on that? I kind of nah, just nah, wrapped. Nope. Okay. Uh, Mario plus rabbits. Kingdom Battle is out. Pidge, you see much of this? Just the E3 thing. I'm, I'm not really interested in it. It just yeah, looks I've colorful. I've seen the trailer and I watched a, a couple like let's plays, but nothing like in depth. But I, I love I love Don't strategy lie. and XCOM. But I'll let you talk about it, Scotty. I know you watched some of it, right? I did. I watched a bunch. Uh, there's a guy called the Great GQ. He's out of uh, the middle of Pennsylvania. He's up by Harrisburg. Um, he Does he played- have internet out there? <laughs> You'd wonder, right? Uh, it is very XCOM. Um, it is. Uh, there is some puzzling to it, like getting through a board. Uh, you have to grab like a statue, put it on the platform. It opens up like a certain, or it lowers or raises like a, a portion of the board, so you can get to another okay. section and stuff. Um, but it is very XCOM based. Uh, it was really interesting because you know you're battling, you're leveling up the different characters. I think it's a little bit easier than XCOM because, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, you add additional characters. Well, XCOM, XCOM, you, yeah, you can recruit more soldiers, but your characters die. So that's one. That's one. Oh right, you, you lose, lose them, them through permadeath. So that's why you have to bring in new soldiers. Uh, okay, okay, yeah, but I mean, you can have more than uh, like. Four or five, right? You can have like six. Uh, yeah, I think there's some upgrades that allow you to field more than the four characters. Right. Okay. Yeah. In this, it seemed like the most you could have was okay. three. There was only the three characters throughout okay. the entire game. Um. Probably, probably a little, again, a little faster the, and a little easier to manage by only having three too. So. Right, and there's some. Um, there's some things that I noticed, like on upgrades that you could give your character that when the. Uh, enemy was moving like your characters even though it wasn't your turn would react to their movements like if you had uh, like uh, the one i was watching um he had like a sniper upgrade on uh, his luigi character so he'd leave him in the back with a good view mm-hmm. point of view and then whenever the um opponent would it would be their, their turn to move their characters around whenever they'd come out from behind uh like a, a hiding spot yeah has a, i always applied that to my sniper yeah okay all right uh, so the Mushroom Kingdom has been torn apart by a mysterious vortex transporting the chaotic rabbits into this once peaceful land. Uh, to restore order, Mario, Luigi, Princess Peach, and Yoshi must team up with a whole new crew for rabbit heroes. Uh, together, they will battle with weapons through four worlds filled with combat puzzles and unpredictable now can the, enemies. Can, whether it's the four mains or the four rabbits, like, the upgrades you make to those characters, does that, like... They carry those upgrades like through the whole the whole story, right? They're not just like per per mission. Yes. No, it's the entire. Yeah, it's um, you collect coins, and I think the coins um, give you uh, weapon upgrades, uh, but then also the battles that you do collects you points, which then the points I think you uh, spend on the actual upgrade trees for your characters. But they, like you said, they okay. carry through okay. as you're playing. Yeah, it looks it looks cool and. Can swap out the characters. Might be. So there's like a a Marion. I think you always have to have Marion. But there's a Princess Peach. I was gonna say it might be like one of these ideal games to take on the go with you, just to like. That's what a lot of the people that I've seen playing it were saying that they love having it on the Switch to take it with. Pidge, is this something? I mean, I know you're not into like the XCOM type play, but. No, I'm not interested in this at all. Okay. That's Uh, why I kept quiet. Yeah, I was wondering. So I tried to bring you back in again for multi-platform news. 
Destiny 2 demo has dropped on PS4 and now also available for all on PC and Xbox. Wasn't this demo out already? It came out. um, I think it came out over the weekend into the early part of the week. And since we're. Are you talking about the demo or the beta? Like the the beta. Well, call it a demo, whatever the hell. The open. Yeah, the open to everybody. Open beta. I don't under I don't understand. Like maybe I'm getting confused, but I thought we played the single player mission and some of the multiplayer that was released like two weeks ago. No, that was they just had something like this this weekend, I think, with this thing. Yeah, they did. It was open to everybody. I think it was an open beta option, I think, to everyone. For Destiny. Yep. Destiny. Yep. Okay. I'm I'm far out of it. I like, like, I think all of us agree. Like, Destiny Two is like not on my radar right now. As much as I want to get it, I'm just gonna yep, wait. I think. I agree. Because I, I, I think I don't know. I kind of want to like wait until there's like that big deal where it's like you buy Destiny Two with all the DLC for like sixty bucks. You're kind of uh, a little pissed about the old, you know, buy this and then all of a sudden. No, not really. It's just like I mean, Destiny Two consumed a shitload well, of my it time. It did, and I. Th- is, I don't even think it's in. The, I have it in the notes here, but I think yesterday or two days ago, it like leaked out or something that they already have the name and the info on the the first DLC to drop like early December. So so yeah, and the first strike is dropping, or the raids dropping the week after. Yeah, so it's you released. get right back into the like. I'm sure they did a much better job on the story and all that stuff this time around. But like Pigeon hit it dead on, like. Why not just wait till at some point, like after the new year, and pick it up on like a sale where you get like the first, you know, you get like the two DLCs included for fifty bucks or whatever. Yeah, I right. might, I might do Call of Duty World War Two instead of this. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I did watch um, Spamfish play some of that, and that does look really good. Yeah. That could actually get me back into it because it doesn't have a lot of the aerials and stuff that the yeah. uh, modern warfare's and everything else let's, did. Let's let's stick the aerials and stuff to Titanfall. Yeah. Yeah, because I think one hundred percent, I can I can one hundred percent agree with that that they did it right for the aerial stuff. Yeah, they didn't have a lot of this pause in the air. I mean, they do have some of that, but and side bursts. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. exactly. It's gotten salty towards COD. Yeah, with all that well, stuff. Got you. Know. I'll, I'll just wrap up the notes quick then on this one because I know we talked about this stuff, but more stuff's coming about out about like how it's going to get an HDR patch like right after launch for PlayStation and. You know, the PC is going to be the definitive edition 4K 60 frames, but they haven't mentioned anything. But when's the release date? What's that? PC is like two or three weeks after console, right? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was longer. Yeah, and they're like saying how the PS4 Pro version will have the 4K HDR, but again, um, you know, they they won't talk about the other console, which, funny little thing, I don't know if you guys saw on Reddit, did you see the Call of Duty? World War Two beta announcement like ad that was online where it said now available on PS4 and another system. Like it, it literally said kidding? and another system. Like <laughs> wow, because they have the uh, oh the switch. Yeah, the That's what it was. That's what like they're they trying to say. They can't even mention oh. what the competitors are. The Vita. They're talking about the Vita. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I I just had a bunch of notes and. St- they can't even say it. Oh my god! How, like all the re- really talking about is PS4 Pro and that it will come on PC, but they have yet to mention much about the Xbox side of stuff. So, yeah. Oh. Uh, Calc. We're beating That's- a dead horse with this 4K 60 frames yeah. here, Calc. <laughs> That's got to burn your britches that they can't say. Microsoft well, it's just name. we're spending a lot of money. 
you know, we're we're doing the TVs and the console and the. Wait, who's doing the TVs? <laughs> He's gonna Not cry you. when I get the OLED, isn't he? <laughs> yes, he will. He's gonna one hundred percent shit his pants. Talking with. about, dude. Here we, I saved about here we two go. grand when here you get go. your OLED. I'll be already on. I'll already, I'll already be on to the eight K with my two grand. <laughs> I thought it was fourteen K. <laughs> it's fourteen D. All right, it's for you. All right, beer thoughts. It's yeah, I off. still like it. Uh, I don't know if I'll drink two or three of them, but it's it's pretty good. Okay, bitch. Um, I have nay here, but I'm gonna change it to yay. I'm getting some subtle like plum flavors and dates and stuff. So, but you love your fruits usually. I know, but when I first started the first segment, it was like real bitter. It was more on the bitter side, but this is it's kind of easing up. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say yay. Okay, uh, my Cricket Hill American Pale Ale. It definitely has that American Pale Ale flavor going on. I don't know if I'm just not a favorite. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of the American Pale Ale. Uh, it's okay, but I don't know if I'd go out of my way to get a six pack of it. So I'm gonna put an A. Sorry. Uh, all right, let's wrap up. Get one more beer. I'm actually, I didn't get a lot of drinking because I guess I was running my jaw the whole last. Yeah, uh, you were. Segment. Sorry, uh, but I'm gonna be drinking the same. But let's get another beer, and we'll be back at the Brown Breeze. For more from the Loda Couch, check us out on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. If you like me and would like to follow me on Twitter at Pigeon Pegleg, and also on Twitch, Pigeon Pegleg, Pigeon Pegleg. Hey, this is Scott Chound. If you want to hear more from me, you can check me out on Twitter at ScottChound underscore LC or on Twitch at ScottChound. All right, we're back to the Brown Breeze section of the show. Pidge, since you're on the ball, what, what are you drinking? <laughs> Great. I am drinking the Golden Drake Drock Ale. It's from the Brewergy Van Steenberg NV. Nice. It's a... Belgian Strong Dark Ale, just like the first segment. It's 10.5% alcohol, and the color is uh, brownish red. All right. Kelk? Okay. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to clear out the fridge. I had a, um, I'm drinking. <laughs> this one was I'm drinking not good, I Love right? Lamp. Um, yeah, actually, this one's really good. It's from Evil Genius Brewing. Uh, it's their pineapple Hefeweizen. They're out of Pittstown, PA, 5.5%. And I just was reading the side of their bottle. It says evil genius dot beer and under it it says hell yeah that's our website beer not dot not dot com. That's pretty <laughs> so sweet. there's an actual dot beer. Alright, now is there an explanation on that label as to why the hell they called it I Love Lamp? No idea, but I'm wondering if it's something to do with a Christmas story. The or lamp? maybe uh I love lamp from uh what is that? Oh my gosh, Ron Burgundy. Holy shit. Um, Ron All I know is they've hit it out of the park because I like Hefeweizen's no. and the pineapple in this is... Anchorman. The, the pineapple's super subtle, so it's not like overly sweet at all. I'm still drinking the American Pale Ale from Cricket Hill Brewery. Um, Fairfield, New Jersey, brown bottle, 5.5%. Chug half of it right now, so you... In case you get... <laughs> <laughs> I already had a beer before we started the show over at the neighbor's house. I'm feeling nice. All right, Diary of Mouth. shot the porno? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I need a little alcohol starter to get into it. Um, Pirates lost in the, uh, the Pub Scupper Penzance world record attempt. Wait, Pirates what? Pirates lost in the Pub Scupper the notes. Penzance world record yeah, attempt. Basically like 
an attempt by a bunch of pirates lost to a world record attempt to beat the world record for 14,000 pirates in one place failed after a group accidentally stayed in the pub and missed the big count. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I shit. All right, the Cornish town. <laughs> the Cornish town has been trying to claim the Guinness World Record for sef- several years having lost it uh, to ha- Hastings in 2013, but they will be forced to try again next year after missing out on the title by just a few just on a few. Sunday. Can't they do it any day? Or well, like it's not here day. in the notes, but I guess supposedly these two towns have been like feuding over who's going to hold the record, and they <laughs> for the most yeah, and they were saying that this town they lost like almost sixty thousand dollars in this attempt because but now wouldn't like a eastern uh, point tip of Ac- Africa <laughs> uh, win for that? I don't know, but they're all in like full garb and everything. Yeah. Somali pirates. They're in exactly. full garb. They have like a big festival and like the, like I said, they lost like 60,000 in like t-shirts and food and all this like stuff and a bunch of them like got overly drunk and stayed at the pub too long. See, now they should count those guys because me, what I wanted to do when we were playing what we're not allowed to talk about is I just wanted to sit in the damn pub and get drunk and be the drunken pirate that just talks to everybody who comes in when they bring their chests back to, to catch right, Come here, Peg. <laughs> I'm just I'm love under the weather. But. It's like the quote from Team America. There's three kinds of people. Pussy, dicks, and ass. Are you going to get in character when it comes out and like just really get drunk? <laughs> yeah, just while we're drinking one night, just sit here and just sit at the bar the whole time being drunk and just talking to people. We'll get... All right, yeah, that was good. All right, Mexican cartel ships designer drugs hidden in candles shaped like sex organs to New Jersey warehouse. Five alleged members of a Mexican cartel have been arrested, accused of conspiring to ship designer drugs hidden in wax candles to New Jersey, uh, to a New Jersey warehouse. Law enforcement sources familiar with the investigation tell NBC. So, I have a question for you. Kelk, is is the mayor involved or what's going on here? But what the hell are designer (laughs) drugs? Uh, designer ones, those are the ones that have like the fancy names to them. I just thought they were like all glittery or something. Black star, black tar heroin. Let me see. Like X up. A designer drug, wasn't it? Because it was like designer drug. Designer drug is a structural and functional analog of a controlled substance that has been designed to mimic the pharmaceutical effects of the original drug. Okay, so like the um. So it's it's pills. Copycat drug. I don't know. Right. So it'd be like oxy oxycotton, but yeah. they would mimic it. They would produce it itself and mimic it instead of just having yeah. oxycotton. Okay. Interesting. Inside, inside, like ovaries, like shaped ovary candles. Or I think it was like, like penis, like fallopian penis tubes. <laughs> how, like, I guess drug sniffing dogs would find this. Like, <laughs> how do you like? Sniffing dog chewing all that penis candle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I watch cops not tell what the dogs do. They lay down when they find something. I know, I know. Same thing, yeah, I know. All right. Or they put peanut Chops butter like sick balls. <laughs> all right, questions from listeners. Our first one comes from at sports fan for gamer fan. Whoa. All right, I'm gonna have to do this and what the Franks? <laughs> Why did NBA 2K18 bring in superstars? My two favorite players and future Hall of Famers, Kevin Garnett and Kobe Bryant, as special guest announcers during games, because they are amazing with wor- they are amazing with words. And Kobe Bryant, <laughs> Kobe speaks like 81 different languages. 
<laughs> if you had your way, who would you want as a special announcer? Sorry, as special announcers. P.S. I bet Calc sucks at base basketball. <laughs> basketball? Actually, <laughs> here's a story for you guys. Uh, okay, here we go. I used to slam dunk on when people I lived in hair. Philly, when I lived in Philly and went to college in Philly, I used to go up on Spring Garden Street to the one court and play. And I was there was a there was a guy there. No kidding, he looked just like Sean Kemp. You remember him from the uh, Supersonics? <laughs> but anyways, there was like a bunch yeah. of guys towered over me, and so I just started shooting perimeter shots, and I got pretty good. And they used to call me Little Larry Bird. So back when I had hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was gonna say you had like hair you, definitely then, and, and still looking like you were white as could be living yeah, up in Massachusetts. I was, you know, very pale, freckly. You know, yeah. Did you have a mustache little, like Larry Bird, A little though? fur on the lip. Yeah, <laughs> no, they call me Little Larry Bird. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only white dude there. No, you tell so them that's it, racist and you don't appreciate it? <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. All right. Uh, so if you had your way, who would you want as special announcers? For- it can be Matumbo. Spud Webb. <laughs> Spud Web and you got the free throw, make basket. There you go, Matumbo and Dennis Rodman. No, I know, I but Rodman would have to be dressed in character. It would, you'd have to be able to see his face though, with him sweating all over his microphone. Uh, Patrick Ewing. <laughs> I'm going to make you a teacher of Patrick Ewing's face. But I'll, I'll sweat. Yeah, make sure it's a sweaty face, though. <laughs> it has to be a sweaty you know face. The, it'd be like his face on the front and on the back. It'd be like his body. The rest no, of no, no. What you do back. is the sweatshirt has dark uh, screen printing in all like the armpit areas <laughs> and in the back. Like he's actually sweating. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Holy crap. Holy crap. Patrick Ewing. You have a fetish for Patrick Ewing. I love yeah. it. All right. So Patrick Ewing, McKimmy, uh, yeah. McKimmy Matumbo, Spud Webb, Dennis Rodman. Yeah. I, I go with the Kimmy Matumbo and Patrick Ewing. <laughs> Man, is it hot in here? Hello. Yeah. Why aren't you sweating as bad as I am? All right, thank you for the question at Sports Fan for Gamer Fan. Uh, our next question comes from at Place Switbox. Yeah, Place Switbox. Uh, goodbye and good riddance uh, to the fucking giant hunk of a console, which was the size of an arcade cabinet, and <laughs> deuces to that damn power brick, uh, which was the size of a submarine. Production of them are done. PS4 and Pro. Yeah, yeah. what he's talking about? <laughs> the PS4 and Pro never had a power supply. And look what Microsoft copied uh, when they saw how Austin PS4 <laughs> looked without it. <laughs> With the Xbox X uh, having an in- internal supply, as does the Pro, of course, and the Switch, of course. Uh, is it the end of the brick? I added in the Switch, of course. but uh, I would think oh it is, gosh. but I wonder if inside the I wonder if uh, I'm, I'm glad mine is hidden. Inside of the console, though, if it has a little power, like surge protector, because that's really what the brick is. 
Because I've, I've, yeah, but is there? There's got to there, be like a surge protector I've, in there, there, right? There, I've read many reports of people that have like had their bricks like pop, explode, or catch on fire, and it didn't harm the console at all. So it's easier to easier to buy a thirty forty dollar brick instead of a. Uh, Unless they start charging ex- more expensive for it, like I don't know. Like you bring up a good point. That is kind of scary, but I don't. You know, knock on wood. I yeah, never had that issue. My brick runs fine still. I never had a, a surge or anything like that. Or an internal, like my PS4, I never had. Or yeah. Switch, like I never had I, any issues. Or my I'm, Xbox One S. I'm super right. nervous with the One X being so tiny and stuff. But hey, if if it's got like a liquid cooler in it, so be it. Paper yeah, I don't want a red ring. <laughs> I'm going to say no. No? What what consoles? You think it's going to come out with another console with a brick? Yeah, whatever the next new thing is after the One X. They'll next be like, oh, we, we got it so small, but we couldn't get the power side apply inside. And, you know, so the power brick. At this point, the way we're going, the power brick I was just going to say, Scotty brings up a good point. You Maybe the next generation doesn't have a CD drive, and they're super tiny. But they decide to like hide the power supply like behind the cabinet somewhere. Yeah, it'll no. be like a long wire, like they do with like computers wow. and stuff now. Yeah, that could be interesting. Mm. All right. Anyway, thanks for the question at Play Switchbox. Switchbox. Uh, all right. The last question comes from at <laughs> I'm old. Okay. What thing have you guys uh, brought up to your kids? Uh, parenthesis, which I know you have, as you talk about them enough. Pigeon. <laughs> nice. And parenthesis. Uh, from your hey. childhood that has left them looking at you like they are waiting for a punchline. What? I don't get what this. thing have we brought up? So basically, what have we brought up in conversation from our old past? I, yeah, I guess what have we talked to our kids about that has left them kind of like just looking at you like, okay, that, is that funny or are you like... Yeah, educated? I tell I tell my daughter, uh, my other daughter's not old enough yet, but I tell my one daughter that life is hard. Life is not easy. She's like, well, it's so easy, right? I'm like, you're nine years old. Well, the money, the whole money thing too. It's like, hard. I don't know how many times I hear it's yes. just, it's just, like it's just, it's only forty dollars. It's only, $40, it's only you know? like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Forty dollars is a lot of money, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's too funny. I'm completely away from the uh, teaching them a lesson thing. I'm, I'm thinking of uh, the other day. I was sitting in the car and Jonas pulled his shirt collar up over his head so I, I went I am the great corn Julio I want TV for my bunghole and he just looked at me like what are you talking about and I was like okay and I just like talked to him about what Beavis and Butthead was and trying to explain I'm like okay never mind it's, I'm like it's lost on you he's just looking at me like well there, there's stuff there's about? stuff like that and then there's the uh, I think my son found I think it was a cassette tape he didn't know what a, he didn't know what a cassette okay. tape was yeah, I was just gonna say, uh, my daughter asked me what a floppy yeah. disk is because it was one of her <laughs> questions on on her test at school. What weighs more, this, 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 or a floppy disk? And she picked flop. She didn't know what floppy disk was, and that was the answer. <laughs> nice. Oh my god, spam uh, again. Going back to Twitch, spam fish. Was built- fish, yeah, yeah. He was building his own computer because he got a uh, you know a, a deal with Ryzen where they uh, sponsor him now. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> when he was building it, because he did a live stream of his build. I asked him, I said, when are you putting in the five and a half floppy? <laughs> Did he say, what is that? <laughs> no, he goes, I didn't get any floppy. It's five and a quarter, three and a half. 
Yeah. Oh, was it five and a quarter? Okay. They had five and a half because I looked it up uh, too. I think it was three and a half and five and a quarter. Five, five okay. and a quarter yeah, no, were the, the, like the flimsy ones. Yeah. The big yeah. black ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you could use those. awesome. Commodore 64. <laughs> All right. Thank you for the question. Don't forget about the zip drive. Oh, I'm old. Yeah, then, then. Jazz drive. Oh, definitely. Wasn't there a jazz yeah. drive? Yep. Jazz, yep. It was made by zip. <laughs> jazz. All right. Thank you for the question, Ed. I'm old. I think so. <laughs> That's right. All right. Your thoughts, Pidge. What do you think? It's a yeah. I, I really enjoy this beer you a lot. Golden Drock? Yeah. Golden Drock. It's actually Dutch, not Russian. Brewergy. Brewergy. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. I love, I, I, I love Lamp. I mean, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're... Uh, your special needs class or something. <laughs> I love lamp. <laughs> like you're gonna finger paint about tuning it, like uh, licking the licking the wallpaper. Special needs comment I can bring up from our chat. I need to finger paint and drink Boku juice boxes. Yeah, licking the pineapples <laughs> on the wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that uh, yes, I'm still a nay on this. I just I don't know why. I just never mind. Well, you have uh, a yay in there. Oh, do I? Yeah, I did write a yay, didn't I? Yeah, so I, right. I think you're lying there. Put in my food pairing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for real. <laughs> for listening, for watching. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening to the show. Telepathically, um, you did. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and if you want, please reach out to us on Twitch with any questions, comments. Uh, if you want any explanations on any of the stuff that we've discussed, please hit us up. Uh, otherwise, you can reach us at thelotocouch.com. Um, or actually, it's www.theloadedcouch.com. And why don't you guys give us a little where we can contact you guys at? Pigeon Peg like everywhere. Even on the office? Even on the what? The post office? <laughs> yes. Uh, Even on Mixer, too. I'm uh, Celtic Fox. You can find me on Celtic Fox underscore LC on Twitter. And I'm on Mixer also, but I, I just haven't started streaming yet. You don't stream. Soon. You wait. Yeah. Once gets over the yeah, once the TV comes in a little bit bigger, but once he gets comfortable with the real estate, he's not going to. Yeah, stream once he, yeah, once he gets a seventy-five inch OLED, that's a hundred grand. <laughs> <laughs> and myself, I'm uh, Scotchhound underscore LC on Twitter, uh, and just Scotchhound on Twitch, and I think Mixer because it goes right through my Xbox. Uh, but yeah, reach out to us. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, let us know if you have any questions, and we'll uh, get back to you. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Later. Later.